about Scott and Todd. What's up? Todd's with us. He's got nuts in his mouth. And we are ready to go. Actually, maybe he doesn't. Did you swallow? Peanut. Wow. Swallow the peanuts. Keep it in context, ladies and gentlemen. We don't. We don't. We don't need to get crude with this, Scott. All right. No, it's it's legit. I wanted to know. If, make sure you yeah. swallow the nuts that were in your mouth. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's um, let's first off let's let's do a little self promotion here, a little pub <laughs> for the pod. Tell everybody, Todd, where they can find the Bro Pod with Scott and Todd. The Bro Pod is now available in addition to our website on Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts. Radio Public and Stitcher, and as I noted in our show notes, yes. I've only heard of Stitcher. But if for as some it, reason, yes, sorry, I had to clear my throat. If for some reason you guys. listen on any of those other networks, you're one of the three people that listens on Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast. <laughs> we are available. That's I'm sure right. you found us on Pocket Casts. And what I'm sure they they're a highly for? successful podcasting yeah, I'm sure they are. I'm network. Sure they are. I just, I personally have never heard of them. Yeah, I haven't Because either. I have an app on my phone that relies on a different podcast store, and I can just get things from there. So You know, I feel like I've heard of Breaker. I've, I've definitely heard of Stitcher, and obviously Anchor I've heard of as well, but I feel like Breaker maybe I've heard of too. Pocket Cast and Radio Public? Nope. Yeah, I've, I've heard of Not Stitcher familiar. because... I think one podcast I listened to was on Stitcher briefly. Yeah. I don't know. I, a lot. I can't lot of, say that I use any of those services other than Anchor, but I. Yeah, I don't either. Because Anchor will is now. hosting our our That's pod right. currently. That's correct. Um, yeah, I know a lot of um, video game pro video game players and professional poker players who play online will broadcast their games on Stitcher. That's how I'd heard of Stitcher in the past, but <sighs> the others I was not familiar with. Um, Interesting. So what's, yes, what what should the fans, the hordes of fans, search for when they're on any of these fine establishment sites in order to find the BroPod with Scott and Todd show? BroPod with Scott and Todd. That's what I'm talking about. And as Todd mentioned in the uh, very beginning, you can also go to BroPodNetwork.com Hit us up there. All the episodes that have been uploaded are available there for streaming or download, along with soon-to-be some other interesting just comments and, um, uh, what do you call them, blog entries, if you will. And what else was I going to say? Oh, and you can also follow us on the Instagrams at, is it the underscore bro underscore pod? I think that's yes. right. Same with Twitter. And same thing with Twitter. Uh, we're, we're definitely neophytes in both of those. Yeah. We have limited postings there. but Yes, we have limited postings, but we'll get there. They're all entertaining. Yeah. yeah well, so Breaker is a social yeah. podcast app. Oh, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> it has like a discover thing, sort of like Spotify. Oh. You can follow oh. your friends and see what they like and share episodes. Interesting. I'm listening. Get it? All right. Uh, so, yeah, Zing. check us out on all those platforms. Right? I'll, I'll have to research what Radio Public is. Okay. I, like I said, I do not know. We'll come back to that. Um, don't want to keep the fans who are so thirsty for content waiting. Sure. Um, so, we'll move on. And I would say, for the last time, for quite a while, talk NBA. 
But I know the draft is next week on my birthday, mind you. So I'm not going to lie to everyone and say this will be our last NBA conversation. In fact, oh no, the the intrigue is just getting started. I can go ahead and promise you that we'll be talking pre-draft a little bit next week, post-draft the week after, and then the trade rumor, the trade rumor mill conversation will get get brought up. I'm sure. Um, because Scott least. wants to know, is LeBron James going to be LeBron James? Did you practice L-A-B-R-O-N. That? Yeah, no, no I somebody, follow. somebody else I said follow. it, and it's not my thing. By the way, the craziest speculative rumor that I heard today was KD opts out of Golden State and joins LeBron in L.A. Percentage chance do, of that happening. Why would he do that? Because Zero. then... I, I agree. Because then they become a mega team in L.A. as opposed to San Francisco. But, I mean, so a lot of the narrative around KD, I mean, he's already said he's going to resign in Golden State, so whatever. I mean, Which could I be agree. one or two-year one or two year deal, but whatever. I mean, a lot of the narrative is, or a lot of the hatred is like, oh, you joined a super team, should have done it on your own, you and... Russ, we're so close. We all know Russ right. is an asshole, so that's probably why yes. he left. And it's and in Oklahoma hog. City, which is a dump. Also true, yes. Uh, shout out to our fans in Oklahoma City. I've never that's actually right. been there. I'm okay, just assuming see, it's a dump. I haven't either. I'm going to be there in I uh, do have a friend from Oklahoma yes. City, and he speaks highly of it, so I'm sure it's a wonderful oh, place. I thought you were going to say, and he even says it's a shithole. No, no. Okay, <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit. Anyway, yeah. um, so anyway. I don't. If if he's trying to change that narrative that he's just like joining super teams I'm not sure why he would uh, team up with LeBron in LA because well, that doesn't really change that narrative but I can answer it that would, question it wouldn't be his team though it's, it would still be LeBron's team you know right. what I mean which is why I think it's I, I started this out by saying the biggest most ridiculous speculative thing I'd heard today but I think the difference is if that if this were to happen and I agree there's a .001% chance that it will um, it's not that KD joined and became the fourth Beatle. It would be him and LeBron taking on taking what was then the left. Sure. And, Bringing a and, team that didn't make the playoffs the last right. what, three or four years. Bringing, the, years. Back, bringing yes. the glory back to Los Angeles. Exactly. Because God knows the so, Clippers didn't do shit with it. They had their chance. Yeah, but agreed. they didn't make it. And now they're smelly dumpster fire um so anyway that was i, I just wanted to throw got austin rivers though <laughs> well like i said did, didn't he go to that fire. college you like he did go to duke for one year made one of the most famous shots of all time in the duke carolina long-standing rivalry hitting a three at the buzzer um but anyway i i could regale the audience with duke carolina stories all night long but sure, although everyone sure, wants no to one, hear that no we'll hold off on that. that um so anyway, so I, I just wanted to start with that, but let's let's quickly do the thirty-second wrap-up, which will probably become eight minutes because that's what we do here when we talk NBA on this pod. Um, <laughs> of the finals, it was a sweep. We both predicted a five-game series, but had the outside chance of if it's not five, it's going to be a sweep, and indeed it was. It was not close, um, except for game one. Well, game game three was fairly close. Game three was fairly close, but I, games I, one and three were decent. Games I felt like they had it in control. So I felt like the Warriors had it in control the whole time. Yeah, um, I mean, 
you weren't ever really super scared for the Warriors. <clears throat> no. Excuse me, in Game Three. I mean, Game One, Cleveland for sure should have won that game. Of course. And had they won that game, I mean, it, different series. I feel like LeBron could have uh, rustled up another win or two at least. Right. I don't think I like he would have won, but he it could have gone six maybe. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, because that would have knocked <clears throat> Oakland back on their heels. They would not have expected that, obviously. And then immediately losing home court advantage right off the bat would have been quite yeah. a blow for them. Um, but that's not what happened. Game four no. was a, a joke. It was the, the Washington Generals versus the Globetrotters. Um, and yeah, LeBron checked out with, what, like five minutes left in the game? Something like that. I mean, they, well, but we now know why, Todd. From... We now oh, yeah, know why. He... He had a, Let's talk an, about that. What did he call it? An almost broken hand? Almost broken a basically hand. broken hand <laughs> or something like that. Which he later admitted he injured out of disgust by hitting either a table or a wall or something. So yeah, he did I think it I heard himself. a whiteboard, although I also heard it was a blackboard. Well, we're um, not talking race here on this podcast. No, no. We, welcome, <laughs> we welcome all listeners... <laughs> I'm like, how how crappy is the visitors' locker room in uh, the roar hole that there's they a have? Blackboard. <laughs> blackboards. <laughs> Got to yeah, like after the game, the erasers guy, after yeah, the game. Yeah, exactly. There's a guy clapping the erasers <laughs> after the game. I hate this job, man. Um, anyway, so or maybe so they what, have some really fancy whiteboard that's actually black, and they have white dry erase markers on it. That I like actually. An interesting aesthetic. Or maybe purpose. an overhead projector. With uh, okay, I don't know what know. that what what that would add, but sure. No, I just I'm I'm hearkening back to my high school days before because we didn't have whiteboards in, in high school. We had chalkboards and we had overhead projectors. You had um, whiteboards in high school? No, sir. Not Northeast, son. We were we were lacking in resources over there. Maybe it's Spring Valley. Yes, that's the name of your high school, Spring Valley. I mean, we it's, mostly had it sounds rich. chalkboard. We mostly had chalkboards, but I feel like we had a few whiteboards. We definitely had we the overhead projector. Like most of my advanced mathematics classes were taught on overhead projectors. Yes, all of my yeah, math classes. Most of my classes in general, I guess, were. Yeah. Spanish. It's funny. I can only remember math right now as I'm thinking. I only I only classes. really remember math too, like trigonometry and calculus, but. Right. Right. And even like algebra two, but I'm sure. I feel like, eh, I don't know. I feel like Spanish, maybe we used it. Doesn't matter. I'm telling you, we didn't have it in high school, and I don't remember a lot of classes at Clemson where I had a whiteboard either. I know they were present, but there were a lot of chalkboards involved. And then, of course, by that point, I guess, well, I don't know if PowerPoint, whatever, it doesn't matter. We're getting a little off topic. Let's get back to the NBA Finals. <laughs> no, I, back I mean, the... my college career had made... Uh, ample use of slide projectors and yeah like we didn't I don't remember any PowerPoint presentations we might be dating ourselves slightly like, what the fuck you guys for the record PowerPoint <clears throat> was invented when both of us were in college it just wasn't used um, you know quite a, it wasn't as prevalent as it is Our now professors I, I, who were 50 or 60 year old 60s or 60 years old had no idea how to use PowerPoint also true but I had uh Mainly because it's a garbage program, but... Well, also true. But I remember doing a presentation in high school in PowerPoint, so it was definitely around. It was probably an early, early, early version, but that's beside the point. In any event, LeBron's broken hand, or whatever the hell it was, or wasn't, 
What are your thoughts? I think it was 100% bullshit. I think every NBA player at the end of a season, specifically at the end of a long playoff run, could claim some injury. But the fact that he didn't mention it at all until the final press conference, he could have not walked out in the cast or whatever and never told anyone, and no one would have ever known. He's trying to build in excuses because he's a sore loser. And by the way, he is the most well-accomplished loser in the history of the NBA, and I'm happy to bestow that title upon him, the biggest loser in NBA history. So congratulations, LeBron. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why he mentioned that. I So apparently <clears throat> there's some reports on the ringer today, or the other day, that when he, uh, when he dapped out of the game four, he used his left hand because, you know, his right hand was hurt. So was he setting up more... quote-unquote fact-based evidence that his right hand was hurt. I mean, game three seemed fine-ish. He seemed fine in both games. Supposedly this happened after game one. Right. It happened that in the overtime or or after after the overtime, I guess. But here's the thing. I don't don't, don't understand why he, like, brought that out. It was so intentional. LeBron, you don't need any excuses. Everyone knows you played with, like, the JV squad against one of the greatest right. teams possibly ever. Like, True. why why are you making excuses for yourself? You exactly. had an amazing game one, uh, and the rest of the games, I mean, you averaged nearly a triple-double. I don't see what, like, you, nothing to be ashamed of. Right. If you had, so, your second best player is Kevin Love, who is not what you want to have as your second best player on a finals team. Like, no. third best, maybe. And, I mean, Kevin Love's game is... He's older. His position is sort of getting pushed out of the league. Not entirely, but like fours and fives aren't, other than maybe Anthony Davis, like not really prized players. Right. Like, I don't, even if Boogie Cousins hadn't like <clears throat> torn his Achilles, like, I don't know how huge the market would be for him. I mean, he's, and he's like, he was one of the best centers in the league. I, I mean, right. Sorry, I shouldn't say it wouldn't be huge, but I mean, people definitely want Boogie Cousins, but his game doesn't translate to the quote-unquote modern NBA. No, he can't shoot outside. He just yeah, speed and bully ball Anthony on the Davis, inside. To his credit, Anthony Davis actually can, which is why he's yeah far more. That's what I'm saying. Like valued. He Anthony Davis is much more versatile. He's obviously an amazing yeah. defender. Blah 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 blah. Right. I don't. I don't want to blow smoke up his ass. I don't give a shit about Anthony Davis, but. The yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's not. It's a guards league right now. So, which let me get ahead of myself and further get away from what we were talking about. But we will talk about this much more in depth next week and the week after. But it's interesting if you look at some of the top prospects coming into the draft: DeAndre Ayton, oh, Marvin Bagley, Mo Bamba. Like these, Mo Bamba, by the way, has I believe a nine foot seven wingspan. It's nine foot something. It's the biggest in the history of the NBA. Um, a lot of the top and the whoever the I can't remember the guy's name, but whoever the guy is from Finland or Norway, some Nordic, some, or European or something. I don't know. Basically, four of the top five picks they're going to come out of this Wait, draft this year, like Doncic. I can't. I can't. I honestly can't He's remember. Like his Eastern name. European, but Eastern European, whatever. Are are big guys, and so could the league be shifting yet again? I don't think so, but you have to base something. I mean, it, it means something that these top prospects going to the worst teams are for the most part big guys and that could just be a matter of well you just pick the best talent and you work your roster around it but sure 
it's well. It's I mean, I think there's something. also like a an, like Doncic and even like from last year, Laurie Markkinen, who a lot of people thought, yep, like didn't have much of a game, but had a great rookie season. Like he's he a, a great solid game. outside shooter. Yeah, a, a bigger dude. Yeah, like they, he doesn't necessarily play like your traditional four. I mean, no one really plays that way anymore. But no, he's Dirk 2.0. The, the younger dudes are all like even the big guys in general all have good yep. shots yep and can spread the floor more and they have to. since they're 19 they can run hopefully right like they're not beaten down where they're just like <laughs> playing <laughs> coming across the screen when like 12 seconds left on the shot clock right not a, not a glass knee situation yeah they're all athletes um which is also true of all these big men that are coming out they're, they're super athletic. I mean, I don't, so. I don't know anything about Aiden or anybody because I don't watch college basketball, but I'm sure I'll find out. Well, you got one week because we're going to be talking about it at length <laughs> next week. So get ready for that. Um, anyway, so that's really all I had to say. I'm glad the Warriors won. Obviously, everyone knows of my hatred for LeBron. Um, did you have any other final thoughts on the finals? Uh, it's funny. It feels like it was like three weeks ago now. I know. I know it hasn't been that long. Uh, the finals parade was kind of interesting. Happened today, yesterday. Oh, I think it was oh, I today. Didn't, I didn't see anything about that. Um, I can't remember any of the specific comments. Oh. Um, what's his name? I don't. Can't remember. If it was, is it Jordan Bell? Is that? Sure. Was a young dude on the Warriors who's who said something like. I don't even know what champagne is. I'm all up on Hennessy right now or something like that. <laughs> um, and he like grabbed a broom from the uh, from the crowd and was sweeping the sidewalk with it. Which I thought was a nice touch. That is um, nice. There, oh, there was an interesting comment like uh, they had like Steve Kerr and I guess like a local Warriors announcer or something and then the owner whose name I can't remember right now. Right. But they were asking <clears throat> mostly the owner about like, hey, how's it going to go with uh, with uh, KD signing this off season? And he said something like, he's like he wants the most money or something, but yeah, he's not going to get that or something. He's like, or he, I think he said earlier, I'll I'll get you whatever you want. And he's like, that's what right. you told Steph too, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, but Steph earned it. And KD was like, oh man. It was it was a really weird like sort of throwing shade at Kevin Durant. I think he was trying to make a joke, but it came yeah. off as looking like he was being an asshole to Kevin Durant. It was very strange. Yeah, Kevin hasn't earned it with his two Finals MVPs <laughs> and uh, being the best, being widely considered the best player on that team for the past two years that he's been there. So. I don't. I don't think. I mean, I still think Steph should have won the Finals MVP this year, and if he had had like. A even marginally okay game three. Yeah, I game think he three was won it. so bad. The fact that he was a total zero in game three is basically what gave it yeah. to Katie. I mean, Katie was great throughout the whole thing, but That's like why. Steph really like runs the team, and they're better when he's on the floor. It's true. Like I think the plus minus is like he's like a plus twelve or something. Yeah. Um. So I think he like I think he. I mean, obviously they won the championship before he got there, so. You could argue that Steph is more important. Different teams, again. Right. Um, but, I mean, 
I see your point. Durant is probably the better all-around player, but for yes, some reason yes. it feels like Curry has a little more important. Like if there's an MVP of the team, I feel like it's more Curry than Durant, if that makes sense. I mean, it kind of does, but then it, we, we could go down the rabbit hole of how do you define most valuable player? Yeah, like, yeah. Is it your statistical additions to the team that help you win, or is it... It you just know, feels like the team and plays and better and runs better when Steph is on the court. Well, and Katie, plus minus, neither one of them is like a super alpha dog. Right, right. Like the way like, like Damian Lillard or a LeBron is, where like everyone, knows, everyone yes. knows that he's in charge. Like it doesn't, yeah. they just don't have that personality. Right, they don't have ice <clears throat> Not that they're not like tough or great players, they just, like that's not their thing no one no one's debating their greatness they're, they're yeah they're both hall of famers in my personal so, opinion anyway anyway all right all right so that's nba finals talk again tune in next week for more nba talk as the draft approaches and then the week after for nba draft recap and so, then intermittently just a trade, quick quick aside trade. i'll give you give yes. you that quote <clears throat> the, the owner's name is bob myers bob myers yes so the broadcaster says something, and Myers says, that was just for the media. He can't have anything he wants. And Coach Steve Kerr said, uh, mid-level, uh, implying the mid-level exception. Mid-level exception, yeah. Sort yeah. of a joke. And the broadcaster said, last year you told Steph he could have whatever contract he wants. And the owner said, that was different. He's been here since the way before days. He's earned it. And that was like the end. So he wow. says he's earned it, and then they show Katie, and he's like, "Oh man, come on," or something like that. So Katie uh, heard all of this. Oh yeah, they were they were standing right there. Oh wow! Like so, it was very strange. Well, like then, like I, I mean, said, they were all standing around there. I'm sure they were all half drunk right. for the parade and stuff. I don't think right. it's a big deal, but it it didn't come off well. And again, you you only get so much context from the written word, so. You know, Bob Myers could have been laughing and looking right at KD, who also laughs. Go There's on, a video man. clip. You, know, you never There's know. There's a video clip. He, it seems like he's kind of like dogging him a little bit. Yeah. It's a oh, little weird. too bad. Well, you know, KD and LeBron, purple and gold next year. It could happen. Anyway, <laughs> so now, <laughs> so now that we've, uh, you know, the NBA season is over, it was interesting. Yep. We had we had the Stanley Cup Finals. Thursday night that ended. Not that yes, you the were local watching. hockey team won in my you consider, area. You consider the Capitals the local hockey? I guess Baltimore has had I mean, one, so it's it's the closest hockey team. Very much so. Okay, it's so only yeah, an error away. An error. Capitals beat the Golden Knights. Congratulations to the Golden Knights on an excellent this, season. So doesn't the Golden Knights sound like a video game character? It sounds like something in that. What's that game we used to play? Dragon... Dragon Warrior? Dragon Warrior. Seems like there should be a Golden Knight that you have to defeat. There was a... Uh, there was a Golem, and there was a Gold... Gold Slime or something? No, it was Metal Slime. Red Slime, Blue Slime, Metal Slime. Man, I gotta play Dragon Warrior now. Great, thanks a lot. <laughs> anyway. Totally just getting me off topic. So yeah, the Golden Knights, congratulations on their season. That was amazing. Pretty impressive for an expansion team to make it all the way to Stanley Cup Finals. They kind of got their asses handed to them, but they did win one game, and that's way better than anyone could have possibly predicted. I think they were 500-1 to at the beginning of the NHL season to be the Stanley Cup champion. So um, a lot of people, I'm sure, 
place money and lost, but placed money on the Golden Knights, and they were very proud of their team. But in any event, so Thursday night Stanley Cup finishes, Friday night the NBA Finals finish, Saturday the Belmont Stakes happens, we got a Triple Crown winner, and then it's like we enter this vortex of baseball that runs pretty much through to August when college football starts. Now, again, I know we got the NBA draft coming up. I know we got off-season stuff. And obviously the NFL buildup started three months ago, um, or definitely two months ago with the draft. So that will kind of whet everyone's appetite if that is your sport of choice. But as far as things to watch, yes, wet, wet, whip. But as far as things to watch, there, you know, you can't just like stumble upon something good to watch anymore. You can't just flip by TNT and there's a basketball game. You can't flip by ESPN and see the same thing. You know the World Cup is starting like this weekend. It starts tomorrow with the the home the home game for Mother Russia. Yes, I did know that. And I know that will keep a lot of people interested. <laughs> the Russian like, global football team will be taking yes. the field this tomorrow. I hear Putin is actually going to play midfield for them. He so. will be playing riding a horse for Mother Russia team. Yes. Sure it will be great. Riding horse. Now the KGB is going to put a head on us. Um, anyway, so, uh, yes, I know that... Hello I know to that our Russian up. listeners. Yes. Hello, Boris. Hello. <laughs> um, so that that will tide some people over, but it's not going to tide me over because soccer is not really my thing. Um, <laughs> but, it, it, again, it just we just enter this kind of weird time of the year that happens every year. Um, where you just have to find other things to watch. Now, of course, for me, USA Track and Field Championships are next weekend. That's a big one for me. We still have the Diamond League going on all summer long, so I can watch those meets. But that's a, you know, that's a two-hour endeavor, and then it's over. Um, Wait, what the fuck is the Diamond League? The Diamond League is the IAAF. It's track and field. Don't worry about it. You don't know anything about uh, it. It's people that true. run. Yeah, it's something you can't relate to. So, um, so that's kind of that's kind of where we are, and it's. It's sad, but we'll we will survive. We will get through, and we'll look forward to those key cornerstone sports uh, turning the corner here uh, as the months get hotter and hotter, and then eventually we hit hit the fall season. So, everyone survive. Do so by listening to the BroPod with Scott and Todd. BroPodNetwork.com. Check it out. You can hear so us on cheesy. Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Um, so tune For in. Sure. Tell a friend. More, co- more coming. Don't more coming. worry. That's right. Facebook page coming soon. Be on the lookout. It's going to be amazing. Um, all right. <laughs> so let's uh, let's move on to something that I watched today at work. And we've talked about this, I believe, on the pod before. I know we've talked about it in person. And it's this YouTube channel called Storer. It's like horror, but instead of an H, it's an ST at the beginning. And basically what it is, it's a bunch of... Parkour. I believe, yeah, I believe it's a bunch of British dudes that do insane fucking parkour. Usually Wait, this in just Asia reminded for me. some reason. Do you yeah. remember the episode of The Office where they they just start screaming parkour and running yes, around and trying to do parkour? I do. And I think Dwight jumps in a jump, dumpster or something. They're kind of daring each other to jump off the roof, off the dumpster. And yes. I think, he just, I think he falls in the dumpster. Not off the roof, but... He did. Yeah, he just tumbled funny. into the dumpster classic episode um but anyway there was a particular one i can't remember what it was called now but i think it was called asian escape or i don't know whatever but it's basically all rooftop stuff and they it's a combination of um drone shots 
shots from the ground, and then they also, several of them will wear GoPros, and so you can see it from their perspective. But they're just jumping from rooftop to rooftop. Yeah, and the, the GoPro latest... stuff is like the scariest because they it's like insane. lean over, look down, like yeah, look, yeah, five stories or twenty stories. It seems like they're up at least a hundred something feet in the air. Yeah, no, ma- no matter what the height is, it's all death heights. Like it's it's five yeah. or above. So whether it's five or thirty, like if you fell, if you slipped, you're dead. Um, it's death heights, and they're jumping distances that are like long enough that if you like tripped or something. Again, yeah. you're dead. You're dead. Or they're landing on ledges that are like a foot wide. Yes. And then <laughs> that's and the... the thing that I don't understand. I saw one today where a dude like, or that one you sent. Yeah. A dude's jumping over one of those gaps, but he he doesn't jump in like the normally they're sort of jumping, sort of like a two footed takeoff and then landing on their feet on these little ledges. But he jumped and did kind of like a little barrel roll. On the landing. And I don't even remember. No, like in the middle of it, he he ran really? into it like he was dropping his shoulder and like trying to do a roll across this like ten foot gap or something. It was fucking nuts. But the craziest one of all, along those same lines, is there's a shot from the ground. I don't know if you remember this specifically, if you even watched the entire video, but there's a shot from the ground shooting up in this again this building in Asia, and it's I don't know, let's call it eight foot gap. It doesn't matter, but they're like twenty stories up in the air. And there's a series of, like, eight-foot gaps. And there's five or six of them. They all run behind each other, basically taking, like, broad jump, one foot, and then immediately pushing right back off, broad jump, and just doing it in succession after one another. And I'm think I'm, I'm watching it. I was thinking about it actually later in the day after I'd already watched <laughs> it. And I was thinking it's, it's very possible that one of them could just miss, and then you would have video of them just falling to their death because there's nothing underneath them. It's terrifying, and you're right. You, the other point about bringing this up, and the reason that, please go check it out. Go go to the YouTube page, or go to YouTube and, and, and look up Storer, um, and, and you'll find it. It's pretty easy to find. I think I think they have Instagram and all that other stuff too. But it's the it's the the point of view shots, the POV shots where they're looking over the ledges and straight down and like laughing and high five. And I'm like, no, don't do that. <laughs> you're gonna die. One of you is going to die. This yeah, how, how long until one of them dies? Because it just feels like it's inevitable, like somebody's just going to miss. It has to be. And and clearly they, you know, they they walk through these shots beforehand because there are some sequences where they're jumping like over, you know, on, on the rooftops of five or six buildings and they just have every step like ready to go. Like there's no yeah, second Yeah, they know thought. where they're going for sure. They know exactly the, the path they're but, taking. But like but the still. video that I first discovered them on, the sort of rooftop escape, I feel like a lot of people saw that one. It's yeah. like a single shot. Uh, maybe it's not. If it, it feels like a single sequence, it doesn't feel like they're doing like three jumps and then stopping. They're like right. running the whole thing in right. real time. And they may have edited that creatively. Like they might have stopped in the middle of it. But still, they're running for a good, I don't know, three to four minutes, which doesn't Free sound running. like a lot. But when you're jumping hundreds yeah. of feet in the air. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing. A lot of those landings, like, you know, a lot of times they just land on their feet. But even when they land on your feet, like, there's high potential for injury. Like, you twist an ankle. I mean, yeah, you know, that's, put that's aside from it, the say. plunging like, to your if, death. Even if it weren't at 100 feet in the air, like, just right. just doing that on the ground. Like, right. if it, like, if the ledge was 18 inches off the ground and you're jumping 10 feet, you could yeah. easily break your leg just doing yes. what they're doing in general. I mean, obviously they've trained at this. 
right which right, seems right. ridiculous to say now but it's definitely something that people like it's a lot of training to do that kind of stuff and it's one of those things it's sort of like ninja warrior like i think the first time you watch a show like that you're like ah this doesn't look that hard and then if you like try to actually do any of that stuff you're like holy shit Right. It's impossible. This so I think their impossible. thing is because the they don't. They're, I mean, I'm sure they're all fit, but they're wearing whatever shirt, t-shirts, and jeans yeah. or something. Yeah, like, t-shirts and sweatpants or whatever. They don't look like uh, mega gym rats or anything, but they're right. like very strong. Right. Uh, obviously, swole. they can yeah. jump and yeah, and I mean a lot of it's just balance and like timing, and yep. I mean, they just have to wear baggy pants or the balls to do that shit. <laughs> it's just insane. They wear baggy sweatpants for their gigantic balls. <laughs> They're just, just holders. For I mean, they have they have balls. to play a soundtrack. It's just brass balls clanging throughout the whole thing. Yeah. I, oh, that's what that sound was. I was wondering what that was. But you it's thought just, it was like an Asian gong or something. I, in the back. I figured because it's all yeah, it's always all all taking place in Asia, which I don't, I don't know why. I guess because of the way the rooftops are constructed in certain Yeah, I don't know if that's a, if it's an architecture thing or if it's just like know. liability. They're like, if you want to be stupid, you can do that. Right. We're not going to prevent you from doing this. Shoot these videos and kill yourselves. We don't care. Um, speaking of Ninja Warrior, let me, let me take a quick detour. So I saw another video. This is over the weekend, I think. And there was a challenge. And... It was I, I came to it by watching Ninja Warrior, which is, which is the whole purpose of bringing this up. But it's a challenge to free hang. So it's it's a this guy had set up basically a bar, like a pull up bar, right? Mm-hmm. At this you know fresh market or whatever county market on a Saturday morning, and he challenged people and he said, if you can come up and hang on this bar for 100 seconds, you can win a hundred dollars. That's a minute and 40 seconds, obviously, and like when I first saw I'm the video, I'm assuming your feet don't touch the ground. Well, yeah, you know that you you start out on a stool, <laughs> and then obviously you can't have your feet touch the ground, you moron. You start out standing on a stool, and then the guy removes the stool, and start and that starts the timer. And there was the video was was uh, on YouTube was was put up there by this dude, who all of his other videos are him working out, so he's total gym rat, right? And he gets up there and he couldn't do it. He tried it five times. It was ten dollars a try. He tried to so the video was put up by it. him? The guy yeah, who he couldn't put up the video. It? Yes. He was like, you know, the 100-second hang challenge or whatever. And so I thought about it, and I thought, well, maybe because he's a gym guy, that makes it more difficult because he has more body weight. And I thought to myself, this is something that I could, I feel like I would have a better chance of doing because, uh, you know, I'm more of a slender guy. And then I hearken back to, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, talk about how difficult it is just doing the monkey bars like six feet across and just holding yourself up for that amount of time. Now, granted, this is a stable situation where you're literally just hanging there, but I guess the question is, do you think, and I already know the answer, but do you think you would have any chance of free hanging a hundred seconds for a hundred seconds? No, I could maybe do five, five seconds. Yeah. Okay. I believe it. My shoulder, my shoulder's fucked up. I can't, I can't hang for shit. Well, I tell you the interesting thing is, so I, apparently there's a, a whole bunch of these videos on the internet, is that other guys who are also... Wait, wait I just want to interject really quickly. Yes. <laughs> my wife has a uh, an Apple Watch, and I don't know if you know people with Apple Watches, they have these three rings. There's like a standing a movement and an exercise ring. 
Okay. And so she is mildly obsessed with closing her rings each day. You have to do a certain amount of exercise. And after you like, you continually meet your goals, they up them a little bit to try to get you to increase sure. the amount Encourage of exercise. You to do, do better. So yeah. I, I can hear her running up and down the stairs because she's, I know she's trying to close her exercise rings before she goes to bed. Wow. <laughs> She'll like do jumping jacks or sort of run around the living room sometimes. But I can hear her in the background doing that. I thought it was funny because we were talking about doing the exercise and like free hang stuff. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Only 40 minutes till midnight, Ann. Hurry up. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so there there are several other videos of people doing this, and the one that I saw, the guy hung like you're doing a a chin up as opposed to a pull up, so his, his fingers are facing him, uh-huh. and what he actually did, an, and this is this an is underhand allowed, grip, if you will, right, underhand grip, exactly. This is allowed as part of the challenge, is he actually did some chin ups uh-huh. to like put different strain, I guess, on his muscles as part of. So oh, he, like, so you're not just. Not just hitting that one sort of right. static position. So he'd like hold it for 10 seconds and let himself down and pull it back up, but he couldn't do it either. I mean, let's be honest. I know you couldn't do a single chin-up. I couldn't do probably oh, more God, than two no. or three. Um, but it's just, I, I don't know. It's one of those things that at the outset, you're like 100 seconds. That's not that long. It doesn't seem that long, but that's a long time. Yeah. So I think this weekend, I can, there's an elementary school just 200 yards from my house. I think I'm going to go over to the... The, uh, I mean, think about it. You probably couldn't hold there. a squat for a hundred seconds. Hold a or squat like a, or a lunge. <laughs> I meant a lunge, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like a thing where your muscles in tension for like in one position. And well, again, see, like I know that you can alter your position in that, but right, <clears throat> it's not getting easier if you're doing pull-ups. But see, That's the interesting thing is, strain I, on your arms. Right, but the interesting thing is, I think that I would have a better chance doing that. Because my lower body is so much stronger, my upper body is weak as a chicken. So that's where I feel like my issue would be. Even though, again, I'm holding less weight, I feel like just my lack of upper body strength would be the biggest detriment to me. Which is why I think this guy who was all jacked figured, oh, I could do this. You know, 100 seconds, no problem. And he he could not. He tried five times. Couldn't do it. I mean, I think there's one part where it's like probably like 60% mental. When it feels like yeah. your arms are just like on fire and ripping off, you're like, why am I doing this at like sure. 40 seconds or something? You know what I mean? You're like, I got to do this for another minute. Right. And then there's also the component where, uh, I forget what my point was now. Nice. <laughs> the other part just being just sort of the... Mental, yes. It's not, I mean, the mental is probably the larger part of it, but just uh, it's not a, it's not a, it's not an exercise or a situation that you do that's sort of like low strain but um kind sure. of high level of weight because that dude right. that's lifting he's obviously can lift a lot of weight and do that but he's not he's not doing it for like 20 seconds at a time he's doing yeah he's not and he's not doing reps, reps. It's he is doing rep. reps he's he's right. not he's not like he's not doing like a clean and jerk and holding above his head for 25 sure. seconds so it's it's Maybe probably just one of those things where you're working working muscles and working them in a way that it's not part of the normal activity. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I just, just got a crotch shot of you on the <laughs> Skype cam. Oh, that... <laughs> oh I, needed, I needed to lean back a little bit here. I had to change the phone position. Is that working for you? Good thing I'm wearing underwear. <laughs> yes, thank God. If it gets much hotter in this house, I'll be doing shows nude. Um... <laughs> That will turn off the video then. <laughs> Got to work on that HVAC situation. Anyway, 
on that note, talking about crotch shots, let's move topics. Um, and this is one that we had for last week and didn't get to it, but I want to make sure we get to it this week because I was actually listening to this band today at work, and I, I just am continuously reminded of how incredible they are. So uh, there's a band called The Assistant, which is no longer active. I think they were active from like the mid-90s to very early 2000s. And I don't know, what would you consider the genre of music of The Assistant? Um, they were, I wouldn't say metalcore, but they definitely have like a, they were sort of a screamo with like a metal influence, I guess. And yet also quite mathy too. They were, they were, the drummer was incredibly mathy. Yeah, fairly Um, mathy. But one of the things that definitely made them stand out as a band for anyone who ever saw them or heard them, um, is that the lead singer was a female which is odd in and of itself. But again, most of the vocals were screaming vocals. They were not clean. She could do some clean, and she did some clean in some of the songs, but it's just unusual to see, you know, a very unassuming, especially, if, you know, if, if they were playing later and they were kind of milling about in the crowd beforehand, and then all of a sudden you see her get on stage, and then you hear those vocals come out of someone of that size. And she wasn't like a super petite girl, but she certainly... I don't know. Seeing anyone scream like that is always impressive, but seeing a female lead vocalist do it is, is for whatever reason, even more impressive to me when you actually see that in a live show. Um, and the one and only time that I saw them perform was at a place called Vets Hall, which was just outside, may have been in the city limits. I think it was in Casey, actually. Anyway, just outside Columbia, South Carolina. And it, it listening to this last week on Spotify and then again today on Spotify... It just reminded me of all those shows at the VFW during that that era of the mid to late 90s when it seemed like every weekend, especially over the summer, there was a good show. And it was normally like five bucks, but it was three if you brought a couple of canned goods. Yes, the like, uh, 90s hardcore thing of bring a canned yeah, good bring for a can- donation. That's right. You know, we make it a, a community effort that. here. That's good times. Um but I was just—I was wondering if you had any thoughts on, on that whole era on on I BFWs think I saw in general. The, I feel like I saw them at New Brooklyn Tavern too. Did you really? Pretty sure that I did with Selene, but it was like, on a Christmas break. Interesting. I want to say that's true, because I, I think they were from that. like New Jersey or something. They're from Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, yeah. Huh. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I definitely saw quite a few good shows. The Vets Hall was terrible music venue i mean yes. it was a it was a veterans hall a vfw i don't remember what that stands for but veterans, veterans of foreign wars oh foreign wars anyway foreign wars. so it was like a super long building it had a bar i mean they didn't have any alcohol at these shows that i recall it certainly wasn't like an open bar they rented it out from the vets hall yeah. it probably it felt like it had like seven foot ceilings they might have been eight feet but the building was like 80 or 90 feet long so it just yeah. felt like super long and super low they definitely uh, weren't 7 foot ceilings by the way they were probably 8 or 9 because the stage was actually like just barely but it was like a 6 inch raise to you had to step up onto the stage not a full think? step anyway, anyway oh, yeah, for sure. perceptual perceptually they were yes. 7 feet tall we'll say yes. they felt very low, low. They, were, they definitely felt low that is true <clears throat> there were uh, like some I feel like broken mirrors behind the bands. I don't know if they're actually broken, but they're definitely mirrors. It was a mirrors. big, long mirror, and yes, <laughs> some of them, at some points, there there was definitely some crackage happening. Yeah. I mean, 
if you had told me the building was abandoned and they just sort of broke in and had shows there, I'd be like, okay. I I'm mean, still not sure that's that not were, the truth. <laughs> other yeah. than the fact that there was working power outlets. Um, that would be the only sort of counter argument to that idea. But uh, yeah, a lot of great shows there. Definitely of the sort of like DIY mid to late 90s era. Oh, where yeah. It's interesting because like now everything like I learn about shows in different ways but like every show now has like a Facebook event obviously Facebook didn't exist back then you'd right. go to shows and there'd be tons of flyerings so people would just be like handing you flyers for other shows like every yep. time you go to a show and that's like you got you found out about them that way word of mouth right um, certain venues would put out calendars yeah although a lot of the shows were calendar. sort of like last minute so it wasn't even like scheduled more than like a couple weeks in advance it felt like anyway right <clears throat> i think my favorite show that i remember from the vfw was uh seeing rye coalition there because they were loud as shit oh my god <laughs> i forgot about that i think i was there at that show because i i seem to recall the rye coalition drummer having either a 22 or 24 inch ride that he used as a crash, which yeah, that was if you the know thing anything about drums, he yeah, was, that's he was playing that's this giant cymbal as a crash, and yeah, like bad idea in that space with terrible acoustics and no oh like sound deadening other than acoustical panel up top, which didn't really do anything. Just that nothing. the sound of that cymbal bouncing around in that space, everyone was like, just ears were bleeding, and they had like two Marshall half stacks. I feel like just right. blasting music. Yeah, that was not if you had no to like ear twenty people. It was, right. It was kind of amazing and also just painful. <laughs> That's funny. Until you mentioned that, I'd forgotten about that Rye show. Yeah, that was that was a scene, man. That was some pain right there. Um, probably my most memorable. And it's funny to think that, and they probably later had some other final shows, but the show that I remember most of all was the um, the farewell show for Self, which Self was a a punk rock power in the late 90s and mid 90s in Columbia. Shut up, they were. They had a huge following. <laughs> I was rolling my eyes. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, I guess I should clarify that for those that can't see Todd, which is all of you. Um, I'll, I'll fucking take my underwear off <laughs> right here in the Skype cam just to make you extra uncomfortable. But no, they, they, I mean, they were, they were a, a very popular for a punk yes, band. They were band popular as a pop punk band in Columbia, yes, South Carolina. They, they truly were. And so their farewell show Again, to be there. Small, small, self-selecting audience. All right, so. but when that's all you know, which yeah, at no, that I'm point, just, I, you know, I was that's why I was rolling my eyes. Anyway, I, right. you're right. They were popular in Columbia for sure. I I was probably this was probably 1999 or something. I was definitely in college. I remember I took Mandy to the show, and then like they were playing one of my favorite songs, and she had to go outside and I was gonna say call her dad, but I don't know if she had a cell phone. I don't know. I had to go outside to like meet her for some reason. I was pissed because as I was leaving, oh, yeah. I heard them start. She's probably on the, the payphone or something. You know what? That's very possible. It could have been a payphone. But in any event, um, but that was that show was by far the most packed I've ever seen at VF. I mean, probably a capacity of 150 people, and there were easily 250 in there. Like we were just wall to wall. Um, there was there was no room for for breathing in there. But that was definitely a memorable show. And then. Not to toot my own horn, but obviously King Supa played a couple of times in that Vets Hall. Um, I honestly can't think of a single other band that played with us, but I remember playing. Um, I think with you my guys played with Ass Factor there one time. 
That's very possible. That's very possible. S Factor Four, the S Factor Four, best band to ever come out of Columbia, South Carolina, in that era for sure. King Supa was up there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the King Supa I think could have reached that exploded. echelon if they were able to uh, to hang together a little longer. Yeah, that was a that's college college life for you. Kind of dragged us apart, but two <clears> glorious <throat> summers of King Supa. Um, but in any event, so those sorts of shows were just crazy. And you're right; those shows bled to other shows, and you promoted, you know, your local show. I remember, I don't know if you remember this. I don't think you attended this. But we went from, we meaning King Supa, we went from one of those shows all the way out to, I think, Gaffney one time. I did not go to the show, but you definitely told me about it. Okay. It's sort of like redneck punk fest in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) It was a double wide trailer, and this guy was just a huge fan of King Supa. And we were like, okay, we'll go play a show. He was like, I got, you don't have to bring anything. I got all the instruments. I got everything you guys need. Just show up. Wait, you didn't bring any instruments? Did, no. Did Tom and Jeff bring their like guitar no. and bass? No. Nothing? We, we brought nothing. <laughs> we just showed up and walked in. The guy had a fully set up kit. First time I ever played a double kick pedal. And I was just like fucking around with it in the middle of the song. I was like, this is cool. Because I didn't know what I was doing. I'd never played one before. And we're, I mean, it was really nice. Like the drum set was really nice. It was like this nice pearl set. And I, I seem to recall Tom and Jeff saying that, you know, the instruments are pretty good. But it was just a, a, a good old Southern get-together in the middle of nowhere. I mean, they could have killed us, and nobody would have known <laughs> for months that a triple homicide had occurred. A little um, pig-picking and where did you say it was? Gaffney? Gaffney. I'm pretty sure it was Gaffney. It was some, something with a G. I think it was. No, it's not Gaffney because that's in the upstate. Yeah, it was somewhere with a like G. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, it was definitely not Gaffney. Somewhere with a G, that's gonna drive it's me crazy. That pl- Isn't there something like outside of Lexington, Gadston? It was, yeah, Gaston. It could have been Gaston, Gastonia. No, Gastonia is in North Carolina. Anyway, it was a it was a very very small town, and a very large trailer. I remember thinking it had like vaulted ceilings. Like I remember being shocked at how high the ceilings were at this place. <laughs> it was almost like a real house, but it was definitely a trailer. But it was just one of those deals where the guy was like, I'm a huge fan. I think he even offered to pay us. I don't think we took any money, but he was like, yeah, well, you know, I'll give you guys some money. Just come out and just play for 20, 30 minutes. And that's what we did. And then Gilbert, maybe? I don't think it was Gilbert. It doesn't Casey? matter. It could have... I mean, it could have been Casey, but I feel like that's where the Vets Hall was. And it wasn't uh, far yeah. from the Vets Hall. Anyway, maybe it was. So I don't matter. know. Whatever. West Columbia, somewhere in that area. Um but that's just the kind of stuff that happened back then. Again, this pre-cell phone totally could have gotten murdered. It could have been the last thing I did in my life. Um, <laughs> you know, and it just that that was the scene, man. It's like, hey, we, you know, you guys are musicians. Why don't you come play a show for oh, might have 40 been of my closest friends? I don't think it was Chapin. Right? I remember Chapin. No, I didn't say that right. But... Just some uh, that... South Carolina Midlands geography talk. That's right. Like, but... <laughs> Who... Who's enjoying this so far, huh? Raise your hand. Oh, no hands raised? Okay. This, this is a segment for exactly two other people on the planet. That's right. We've reached an all-time low on the bro pod here. But that's right. Nowhere all to radio go but up. public listeners are just dropping off at this point. Man, the radio public. That's that's a shame. I was thinking that was a, that was a, a, uh, that's a listening audience we could grow. That's right. Could be. Still could be. All right. So let's pick this up right now. 
Let's stop right. talking about old Let's clubbing shows. Rapid fire. Let's do some name your price. I mean, everybody loves it, and let's enter the jingle right here. It's time for name your price, right here on the Bro Pub with Scott and Doc. All right, and we're back. Everybody loves that jingle, especially me, because I put it together. <laughs> so this week's great, name your price work, is brought Scott. to you by that Todd. That jingle sound, it amazing. Thank you, I appreciate that. Thanks for the, thanks for the input. Go ahead. Oh, did, did I you... write this? You sure did. I have no idea what this means. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? I thought you wrote it. I saw it on there, and I was like, oh, that must be Scott's thing. Jeez <laughs> oh, Louise. All right, I mean, so I, can, I, I can improvise on this one. All right, what is the... It's, I guess we're not doing it, tea it bags. Follows, it follows some of, the other, uh, some of the other ones we've had. Okay. Um, I feel like we were talking about this person, Tyra Banks. Everyone's favorite former host of uh america's next top model america's next we, top were, model. we were talking about her because we were talking about how many seasons deep we got on america's next top model before we stopped watching and apparently you went further than i did i think oh it's gosh, hard for me to prove. i think i can't remember what my name your price was but i'm sure it had something to do with like having like a 30 minute conversation or something with tyra banks like <laughs> with tyra banks I mean that what's, that would be pretty what's high the least because amount that's, of money you would do that for. That's thirty minutes of my life I can never get back. So I feel like it would it would feel like thirty hours though. Just oh, listening to her talk about herself for twenty seven minutes and then asking you right. like, what do you think? And then laying into another twenty seven minutes, even though that's more than thirty minutes. But it doesn't matter what Tyra Banks she Tyra Banks does what Tyra Banks yeah, wants. It it would seem like an eternity. And then doing what is easily the most obnoxious thing of her career, which is telling you how to smile with your eyes. Smizing. <laughs> which is a, a, a concept I've still never understood, and it's hilarious because every season, multiple times, she would say, no, don't do this, and she'd look one way, do this, and she'd look exactly the same. There would be no change at all in how she looked specifically and how her eyes looked, yet all the models, prospective models, were like, ooh. So I let's see what you're let's saying, change right? it. Not a conversation. Let's have a full whatever it takes lesson from Tyra Banks to get you to smize properly. What's what's your oh minimum <laughs> amount of First money? First of all, there's not a, there's not enough time left in the world for either one of us <laughs> for that to actually become a reality. So it's tough for me to gauge. Yeah, what the price that would, would go on forever. It's, yeah, it's sort of like I don't know whatever I expect my future earnings for the rest of my life to be, that would be my price because that's what it's going to take is the oh remaining God. time on earth for me. Tyra Banks, what a terrible person. I mean, I, I'd have to say mid six figures just for me to even entertain that offer. That'd be horrendous. Yeah, be it really it really is like the most tor- one of the more torturous things I can think of. And don't start with this like first world problem stuff. I know like they're far worse situations, but like Course. Would not That's not the point of this that. game. Yeah, this is clearly <laughs> say, hey, first game. problems. <laughs> Obviously, the whole point of this game is to make fun of people and situations, and that's exactly what we're doing. So, um, T banks, right. T banks in the heat. All right, next time I'll leave myself some notes so I know what the fuck I'm talking about when Please I make do. one of these up. <laughs> Easily the most well-executed damn your price ever. Whose is this? <laughs> I don't know. What are so, we talking about? So I, I think I'd do it for about the same amount of money, multiple, like a yeah. million dollars. Okay. Or more. Yeah, there, there's, you you can't go high enough with this number. You could definitely go low, too low, <clears throat> but 
This number oh, yeah. be high I, for like a hundred thousand dollars wouldn't be worth it. No. Not at all. Just a uh jeez. Spising. I kinda hate you for even remembering that term. <laughs> That's obnoxious. Um, you know who's actually good at that? The one who was running up and down the stairs in my house. My wife is getting smize. She's good at smizing? Yeah. You'll have to have her demo it for you sometime. I, I definitely will. <laughs> I, I can only imagine she'd start doing it and then it would turn into a fit of laughter because she'd feel like she was doing it and then I'd ask you to put your eyeballs in a circle, whatever. <laughs> these are these jokes are getting very inside. But Yes. Todd, you can barely see Todd's eyes when he's laughing and smiling. And so I asking him <clears throat> to move his eyes in a circular motion is quite humorous if you ever see him Speak, in the streets. Speaking of things that bring you close to death. Indeed. So two nights ago, I don't know what I was watching. We were watching something on TV, and I had next to me a bag of patriotic Skittles. I don't know if you've seen this. So is this a, a full one-pound bag? These are the red, white, and blues. The red, white, and blues, yeah. So what's Indeed. the what, what's the flavor combo? Again, um, I don't think I don't think the colors of Skittles matter. You just eat them all in one big mash. Yeah, you eat them five flavors. or six at a time, easily. <clears throat> um, they're basically all berries. So the the plain red is cherry. There's like a wild berry. There's a dozenberry. There's a marionberry. I don't know. It's all different berry flavors. Berry just made that up. I may have made that up, but um, it's it truly is just a a. a, a concoction of, of various berry flavors. So it's very easy to just throw in a half dozen at a time and not know what the hell you've put in your mouth and it doesn't matter. Um, but anyway, so I was, I a, you know... I have a follow-up question to this when you're done with your story. Okay. So I was throwing them in a couple at a time and apparently one of the times I threw them in one went right down my throat <laughs> with no swallowing. Straight down I started, the pipe. Yeah. I thought I was choking because I thought it... Well, no, that's that's actually incorrect. Because I thought it was down my windpipe, but then it just kind of slowly worked its way down. But it had like like my throat was you know scratchy for a while. Mm-hmm. So the the point is obviously it wasn't really a near death experience. But um, the reality was that you know as skittles are, if you just put a skittle in your mouth and don't chew it, it'll take a while to like dissolve. That was now happening in my throat for like the next I don't know till I went to sleep that night, and I was. <laughs> mildly concerned that it would kill me in the middle of the night. Um, so even though this wasn't a true near-death experience, the point of bringing up Skittles is just to get Skittles some love. Thanks for the sponsorship. Skittles, taste the rainbow. Um, but also to talk about a time in your life when you had a true near-death experience, when you were closest to death. Okay, I have one, but but first. Okay. But the question first, sure. Speaking of Skittles, yes. do you have a favorite... Uh secondary Skittle flavor pack. Like you mentioned, the red, the patriotic ones. They have the berry ones, which I think are the worst. They have the sour Skittles. I don't know. I'm sure they have 27 other different kinds that I haven't had. They have tropical Skittles. Tropical, yep. I feel like that Uh, has some weird, like, honeydew flavor cantaloupe or something in there. It's... I don't don't think it has a cantaloupe flavor. Which I don't care for, but... Yeah, you're anti-melon, I know. Um, let's see. I'm actually I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm it looking up. up Skittles. Okay, or are you good. doing the same thing? Yeah, but it, it wouldn't hurt for us both to just sit here in silence and look up the various Skittles flavors. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go ahead and say. Oh, I, I know the other one that I that I can think of. It's like smoothies. There's like a smoothie flavored pack. Ugh, that's um, terrible. It's interesting. 
It's basically just com a... is a Tumblr. That's weird. Does it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So there's sour. Are you are you seeing the different flavor packs yet? I'm trying to find it. Whole bunch of sour. This is not an easy easy website to navigate. All right. So they have original tropical. Tropical. Which has banana berry, kiwi lime, mango, tangelo, pineapple passion fruit, and yep. strawberry star fruit. Wild berry, you. which is garbage. Yep. Tart tart and tangy. Yep. Crazy cores, which I those I are think, stupid. That's where yeah the outside it, is different from what the taste is on the inside. It's, it's basically like a uh, gobstopper, but not as yeah. It's a uh, surprise. There was something called Skittles Confused. Okay. Which may not have ever been available in the United States. I'm not quite sure. Very possible. I'm on Wikipedia. Okay. Sour, crazy sours, smoothie mix. That's the one. The name comes from a smoothie, which is a fruit drink mix. Yeah, no shit. Uh, ice cream treats. Oh, that sounds terrible. That sounds gross. Caramel, ripple, chocolate, orange, strawberry, vanilla, and vanilla swirl. Gross. No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, carnival, which ended in 2011, 2010, which had bubblegum, candy apple, cotton candy, licorice, red licorice, and green slushy. That sounds interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll just run through the rest of these. Skittles Unlimited, uh, sold in Canada, Double Sour, Extreme Fruit Gum. What? Uh, who knows? We don't need the international flavors. Mint, Extra Chewy Mints, Chocolate. I have had the mints. The mints are not bad. The mints are actually pretty good. I mean, they're just, they're they're mints. They're, they're Licorice. Ooh, that sounds good. Uh. These are only sold in Europe. <clears throat> Citrus, fresh mint, sensations, Skittles with hot and cool flavors, fizzled fruits, Ooh, fizzy powder coating. So that's sort of like Pop Rocks, I guess, on the outside. Right. Discontinued. I would think so. Blenders, Tragic. riddles. That's the colors don't match the flavors. Right. Uh, dark side. I feel like I've seen that one. I have seen that one on stateside. Yeah. Dessert, Seattle mix, Jesus Christ, orchards, flavor mashups, sweets and sours, America mix, which I think is what you had, cauldron, yes. bright side, fruits and sour, pride fruits, trick play, sweet heat, holiday mix. Oh, I've seen that sweet heat recently. They're like spicy and love mix, <clears throat> which is a target only release. Okay. Dear Lord. So of I've those 27,000 flavors that you've never had. <laughs> right. No, I... I, I, I like the, the sours, smooth, I have to say. The smoothies are good. The tropical... If I had to answer your initial question, I would probably say the tropical. Because some of those kind of berry, the banana, mango, banana berry, whatever, those are very, very tasty. Um, oh, yeah, yeah you wild like berry, banana I was never candy. A big fan That's of. so fucking weird. I don't understand I do. that. Banana runs are the motherfucking shit. Um, you know, it sounds like you're saying banana runs when you say that. That's fine. People can just understand. I said runts, the candy of runt. Also, anyway. the most garbage candy ever made. I mean, it's not a top three candy, that's for sure. <laughs> but if I gotta eat it, I'm going for the bananas. Um, so yeah, I'd say probably the tropicals. The smoothies are top five. Also, I, I didn't hear you mention this, but I recall in my youth, specifically I remember eating this when we lived in uh, 
whatever that neighborhood was we lived in, we were building our house. I can't remember the name of the neighborhood now or the street. Oh yeah, I know um, what you're talking about. But we, we lived there for nine months. Um, we we passed through a Christmas season, and I recall mom getting me from Sam's the Christmas mix, which was simply half cherry and half lime. Back when lime was a thing, before green apple took over in the standard pack. And yes, you heard me right, a three-pound bag of just <laughs> red and green Skittles. I enjoyed that immensely. Um, you kind of had to power through the me- or the lime, because I wasn't a huge fan of lime, but to get that many red Skittles, and, and, and uh, you know, as a, as a ratio was definitely something I was a big fan of. They do have a Skittles holiday mix, but it has five flavors. Yeah, green, I think it was pretty limited. Green, light green, dark red, red, and light green. Flavors are yeah. grape, green apple, strawberry, wild cherry, and lemon. That's the 21st century version of what yeah. I was talking about, which was just old school. Um, but yeah, Skittles have long, for a long time, been a part of my, the upper crust of my candy selections when that's an option. So, huge Skittle fan. Anyway, so speaking this of is interesting to yes. me. Skittles were introduced okay. in 1974. Did not realize they were that old. Why is that interesting? You know? I don't it's know. Because you know it's that old. I thought they were like late 80s, maybe. A lot of candy's been around probably longer than you think. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Case in point: Skittles, <laughs> Taste of Rainbow, proud sponsor of the Bro Pod, Scott and Todd. Um. Anyway, well, let's let's get past the death experience thing. We we went off on way too large a tangent with the Skittles conversation. <laughs> you can edit that part experience. out if you want. You can cut that. Out. No, I I think it's great. For seven minutes, you walked down every fucking Skittle <laughs> variation from Japan to. You can just um, fast forward to some of that. No, I'm not adding additional <laughs> editing time for myself on this episode, which already has multiple edits that people will not know about. Hopefully. They hear this. Hopefully not. No, 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 I do a bang-up job with my editing. All right, Can you so let's end as we have been... Grabbing yourself on camera. <laughs> let's end as we have been <laughs> ending the past couple shows with a, a keto update. I want to know, because I don't think I asked you this last week, and I'm curious, because I know, I think it was two weeks ago, you mentioned you would actually gain two pounds. I'm wondering where you are that was last on week. the weight situation. I'm pretty sure. What was that last week? Okay. So, based when I went to the doctor, the weight that they gave me, I'm down 10 pounds from that. I don't know what that weight would have been on my scale because I hadn't weighed myself at home. I think I've lost about five to seven pounds. So you're saying from last week, you've lost <clears throat> seven to nine pounds? From last week. Because last week you were up two. Yeah, last I've lost seven pounds since that number. Since that number. Based on what my weight this it, morning. What do you think was, the turn was? I was naked on the scale, so could be a couple pounds of clothing or something what have you been weighing yourself with ball bearings in your fucking pockets what are you doing <laughs> just I'm, sometimes i'm fully clothed sometimes i'm not with your keys and your backpack yeah it's gonna make a fucking not, difference you idiot not my backpack you dipshit All just right. my normal well, jeans with full pockets i mean seven pounds you know obviously we can do the math here that's a pound a day that's a lot so, i feel so like something we'll, else we'll say happen. five then All right. that makes you feel better I don't care. I, I'm just trying to get the real number here. So, so you feel then that you finally turned the corner and keto is trying to is trying is starting to take a take a hold. Yeah, I mean, I figured it would. I've been. I cut out all candy shit, which I used to eat a fair amount of because our office, like, 
way too tempting. Yes. There's a jar Ample of blow supply. pops, and I would I would grab two at a time because I didn't want to walk back over there. Double fist <laughs> of the pops. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they didn't have blow pops, they had a, a thing of uh, the individually wrapped lifesavers, which I'd also grab like five or six of those at a time because it's a lifesaver. You can't you yeah. know, eat one of those. No, it's a joke. You gotta be kidding me. And then people just so, bring in chocolate and all kinds of shit just laying around. So do I'm you not, just go I'm a different? Not, I'm not good at controlling myself. What's that? Do you just go a different way now? Can you can you avoid the the candy? No, I just don't eat it. Oh. The 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 uh, blow pop was out of my way, so that was that's an easier one to. <laughs> they're like, I never see Todd come through here anymore. I'm like, yeah, I don't have to come over here to get blow pops. Uh, but the stuff oh, at our like, for instance, one of my coworkers today had some. Uh, you may have you may know the brand Justin peanut butter. They have like a basically a Reese's mini knockoff, and she had a bag of those. She's like, "Do you want some of these?" Okay. And I was like, "No." Nah. So I'm re- I'm resisting temptations. Wow, well that's great in the office. Hard to but are you are you throwing down a half dozen Krispy Kremes on a Saturday morning, or are you no, still we had, to maintain? We had donuts this weekend. I did not have any. I might have had one. We bought a box of like donut holes. <laughs> oh, okay. I might have had one donut hole. Um, okay, but that's fair. They're mostly for the girls. Right. Yeah, I've been eating my yogurt in the morning and occasionally eggs, but nope. Trying to eliminate the carbs. Tonight we had fried rice, and instead of rice, I had cauliflower. Chopped up cauliflower. Oh, I couldn't tell. Was this the meal on the back porch? Yes. It was on the gram? Yeah, I couldn't tell what you were eating. It looked like... I don't know what it looked like. It did not look like what you just said, though. What else? What else was in there besides? Uh, so just vegetables. So cal- the cauliflower is the fake rice, <clears throat> right? And then mine had tofu, broccoli, I think some carrots, green onions, okay, and egg, because that's what's in fried rice. Right. The girls had it with actual rice and chicken, and that the mean, same vegetables. Yeah. So my daughters ate mostly dumplings from my mother-in-law <laughs> sounds about right um so has it gotten easier to resist the temptation for the temptation the is is the... fine i'm not really like <clears throat> i certainly would prefer to eat that stuff but i'm not like oh man i really want that candy the thing yeah. that i want is just like i want some fucking bread just because like when i'm hungry like the thought of eating cheese or nuts has just lost all appeal so I'm just, I feel like I'm hungry a lot of the time because I'm like, I ate a salad for lunch and then I usually go to the vending machine and buy a package of peanuts because I haven't figured out how to take peanuts to work yet because I'm a moron, but. That's a challenge. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, just something to break up my day because like hmm. by 2.30 or 3, I'm always like, God, I'm fucking starving. Because <laughs> um, salad, yeah, I mean, salad's fine. It just doesn't fill you up that long. No. Of course not. That's not but what it's made to do. It's the food you don't need of to foragers. Eat that much food. Right. Well, and apparently it's working. So, what what's the end game here? If you hit a certain weight, will you go back? Do you think you'll stay keto for long term? Will you? I mean, I don't really call foods? it keto. I I'm gonna try and not eat candy because, like I said, or sweets. I'm not good right. at like. <clears throat> like normally if we went and got donuts and the girls had their like 
four or five donut holes, I would just eat the rest of the box probably because it's just I sitting mean, there. Yeah. And those things are so money. easy to eat. Yes, they are. I mean, we, we milked that box of like the place we went had a small box and a large box. And we got a small box, which probably holds like, I don't know, 40 or 50. <clears throat> we, maybe 30. I don't know. I didn't count them. Right. Uh, right. It's the size of like a kid's shoe box, maybe. Sure. It probably. I think it's it at Dunkin' Donuts. I think it's like a twenty-five 25. or thirty. It's about yeah, that Dunkin size. Yeah, Dunkin' has a so twenty-five. So maybe it yeah. maybe it holds thirty. It's, it feels like a okay. little bigger than the Dunkin' Donuts one. Fair enough. But um, that lasted because the girls were the only ones eating it. That lasted like three or four days because they had they'd have like four or five every morning. Right. Um. But I assume I'll eat, like, and like I said, I I usually have like. I'll have one cheat meal, or I try to have one on the weekends. Although it's it's hard to eat out because there's just not a lot of stuff. Because I don't eat meat, so it's like, eh, no, nothing right. looks good. We went to Red Robin and I had a burger with a lettuce bun. How was that? It's fine. Just it didn't like unsatisfying. I had that, it's yeah. I had like the burger taste. The burger actually tasted pretty good because the the iceberg was like pretty substantial. Um, yeah. But I had coleslaw with it. Like the whole reason to go to Red Robin, which not a lot of reasons, is the bottomless fries. Bottomless steak fries. I, that's I right. didn't have any French fries, so I was just like, uh, Ugh, "This feels like I'm eating nothing." Why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so, I mean, I will try to maintain as much of this as I can. I mean, I definitely want to try to lose like thirty to forty pounds. If I do that, then just see how I feel and like like I said I'm 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 pretty good at like if I'm just eliminating something eliminating it like I can stick to that if I know that I can't have it but I'm not so good at like bringing it in in limited quantities so that's Hmm. that's that's what makes it harder So if the blow pop door opens again, it'll be ten a day habit. Yep. You'll be sniffing blow pop dust late at night. Yeah, I hear it. I think it's interesting. The person that supplies the blow pops is probably like, these used to go in like a week and a half, and now they've been sitting here for like a month. We're saving so much in petty cash money. It's amazing. I don't know what to do with myself. Interesting. All right. But yeah, I gotta I gotta have pizza once a week because pizza's good. Pizza is good. Pizza's very good. And life without no. pizza is not really worth living, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Just sign off. You can't have pizza <laughs> at least once a week. I'm with you 100% on that one. So, all right. We'll oh, what what I was going to say, yes. sorry to interrupt you, is uh, additionally, like our cafeteria, I think I might have mentioned this before. Like, I used to get basically a sandwich every day, but the sides they have are like tater tots, french fries, or fruit salad. And the fruit right. salad is fine, but like, of those options, like you're gonna get French fries or, or tater tots. You're not gonna get fruit salad. Right. And sometimes I would get no side and then get a bag of chips. <laughs> so like, none of those things are good for you. So not eating those is also <laughs> way more healthy for me. So you're bringing in your salad every day? No, I'm buying something. They have like some salad. pre-made salads that, and they also have like snack packs. Like there's a thing that has like cheese. Like a lunchable. Carrots and celery, a hard-boiled okay. egg. I'll okay. get that today. I got pack. that and yeah. that and a salad. Yeah, it has some like crackers, but I don't eat the crackers because 
I could get the crackers for free too, so I don't feel like I'm missing anything. They're like basically sure. salad bar crackers in there. I gotcha. Sounds delicious. That'd be the first thing I'd eat. <laughs> nice buttery cracker. Yes, please. Where do I sign? But you can't have it. It's a choice you've made. Well, I mean, I can, but I'm not going to. I know. So, not worth it. No. <sighs> All right. Definitely not. All right. Well, good luck. Continued success. Thank you, sir. And uh, pretty like soon, to my start... pants will be loose-ish. Wow. And we started I... the show on a weird <laughs> note. We're going to end it on one as well, apparently. Shout um, out to loose pants. <laughs> there you go. Loose pants and crotch shots. So, and, and nuts in the mouth. Um, so thanks again to all our sponsors, uh, Skittles, and then uh, whatever else we talked about. Also, as we said at the outset, we're going to end it with the same way. Be sure to check out the Bro Pod with Scott and Todd. Now available on Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Check us out at bropodnetwork.com. A lot more coming very soon from that website. So check frequently for updates. Uh, do we have the RSS thing working so that people are reminded? I still don't know how that works exactly. Like if you sign up for something, like you get a notification that we have a new episode uploaded. I mean, you don't know. All yes, right, well, we, we do, but that's not how people use RSS anymore. Basically, they just subscribe okay. to something and the RSS tells the subscription thing that it's out. Okay, got that it. Makes I have sense. no idea what I'm like talking people, about. You used to get RSS feeds in like a reader, but I don't I don't right. think anyone Nobody really does, does anymore. that anymore. I mean, you could certainly okay. you could you could subscribe to something that way. And okay. you probably have to do that through Anchor currently if you wanted to. You can find us at anchor.fm slash... Bropod? Hold on. Let me look it up really quickly. The-bro-pod. I got Is it. Okay. Anchor.fm slash the-bro-pod. Yeah, Sorry. similar to Extra our Twitter dash. and Instagram handle. Yeah, just... just... You'll find us. Not Just even similar. It's exactly the same. <laughs> it's actually the same. Yeah, that's exactly <clears> right. So, anyway, uh, so thanks for listening through all this rambling that we it's did this evening. It's going to be a long episode because we're almost. This is going to be yeah right now. One of the, one of the classics. Can't wait to edit and put it together. Um, so in three so weeks you'll be able to hear this. <laughs> something like that. So until next week when we do the NBA draft preview, can't wait for that. So until next week, kids. Peace. See ya!